Hello, and welcome to episode 212 of Relics of Ore. I'm your host, Grybok, and joining me this evening, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Spirit. How are you doing this evening, Spirit? I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Not angry, just disappointed. That maybe is the episode title. Congratulations, you've already solved it for me. <laughs> uh, we are doing something a little bit different than normal, which is to say that we are only going to talk about one thing this week, and it is not a fun thing, because uh, I think it warrants being the focus of an episode, and however long that takes is however long we're going to spend on it, and I I feel like the episode should stand alone, so... I feel like pretty much if you're listening to this episode, it's a fair bet that you are aware of the gem store meltdown that people are having in the community right now. Uh, Would you say that's a safe assumption, Spirit? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, boy, yeah, the I, I think you I think you let in great. It's like, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm a little bit angry, I guess. But, uh, which, which would you rather talk about first? The super expensive mount or the giant bundle of mounts? Um, I guess just to, just to get everyone caught up in case you aren't aware, you're not entirely aware of the situation. Um, Arena introduced a number of mount skins with this patch. When I say a number, I mean 31 on the gem store. One of them is available for 2,000 gems. That's a reforged uh, Warhound skin, and that's a single skin for the Jackal mount. Um, the other is a group of 30 mounts in a system co- that they're calling the Black Lion Adoption... The Black Lion Mount Stables? I can't even remember. Adali- anyway, yeah, Adoption Stables or something like that. They're um, in a group, and the way you acquire these is by purchasing... Uh, contracts they those contracts um give you a random mount from the group of 30 and it could be any of them uh it cannot be the same one twice so once you've got one you've got it you don't have to worry about getting the other one again um you can get them in groups of 1 10 or 30 and the 30 dollar ones the cheapest possible way to get the, all of these the mounts, 30 mount one Yes, sorry, the 30 mount one, that is correct. The cheapest possible way to get all of these mounts is to spend 9,600 gems, which I believe comes out to $120, is that correct? Something like that, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, so, so you, get a, you do get a slight discount the more mounts you, you purchase at once. Um, so that's where we're at at the moment. Uh, I guess let's start with the, the singular mount, because that's easier to tackle. Yeah, boy, uh, it's almost like we were just talking about this a couple weeks ago, about how much would you pay for a single mount skin. Mm-hmm. I remember asking you that very specifically. Uh, what? How, how do you feel about the price of this mount, and do you think it is... No, I, I'm not going to ask a leading question. How do you feel about the price of this mount? It is more than I would pay for a mount skin unless I really, really wanted it for some reason. Unless it really spoke to me. Um, it was well made. Like, I don't know, if it was like a spirit raven or like a spirit wolf kind of thing. Like that kind of stuff that really appeals to me, like, you know, in that vein. Um, it would have to be really well made. Uh, like, 
no no clipping, no you know interesting sound or redesigned sound, possibly a model change. That's the kind of thing I might pay two thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. Jesus, I not a great time to start this episode. Apparently, two thousand gems is what I meant for, but I would not do that for this jackal. Yeah, I. I don't think I can imagine spending that many gems on any mount, and I find I find that price point to be astounding, astoundingly high, um, for for a game that is not free to play. Because we were comparing mounts to, or we were comparing skins and things to a lot of games that are free to play, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, it, again, to Guild Wars's credit, Guild Wars does have a free to play. Um, I guess option isn't quite the right word, but a substantial free-to-play content amount, which is more than fair. So I'm not knocking on that. But for most of the time, when you are talking about single things that are that expensive, it's it's uh, it's in a free-to-play game uh, like League of Legends. I think. Well, I shouldn't speak on this exactly, but the last time I played League of Legends, I think the most expensive skin was twenty dollars. I don't know if they've gone above that. Um, I may even be misremembering that, but I feel like the legendary skins were $20 back then. But it's like $25 is beyond the most expensive skin I've ever seen in a game that I play. Uh, I know that some I know that some games out there have even more ludicrously expensive skins. Um, does WoW have more expensive mounts than that or that price of mounts i'm pretty sure i remember like a sparkle pony costing something like that i'm not i'm not totally i don't know about wow um tara i have a better idea of tara you pay i think i think 35 dollars for a mount skin for your account because tara also has you can buy a mount skin for a specific character i think at 19 dollars, and then it's 35 if you want the account wide one um so yeah, also not great, but so here's the thing as well. Um, with it being priced at two thousand gems, you can only buy gems uh, twenty dollars US for sixteen hundred gems, or thirty five dollars for two thousand eight hundred gems. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure that I say all my numbers right now. Um, I don't even think I know you can buy in store gem cards, and I know they have a different denomination. I can't remember what it is. I think it's eighteen hundred gems. Don't think it's two thousand, but it might be two thousand. I just don't remember because I've only ever bought them once when they had like a crazy sale at Target or something. So I don't remember what that denomination is. But it, it you know, you end up paying more than what the mount actually costs because you can't get enough gems to buy it right. without buying more, and that that is really irritating to me. I think that's worse than the price point that they set it at. To be honest. I don't know that I think it's worse, but it's just like an extra punch, you know, because mm. it's so this is a system that's existed for a long time in the video gaming space, but uh, it's fallen out of favor fairly heavily to have these sort of quote credit currency based systems that if they like if they have them a lot of the time now, they're back to to just one to one or one to one to a base 10 value, right? Like a dollar mm-hmm. is one credit or a dollar is 10 credits or a dollar is a hundred credits whatever whatever you want to do it but the way that guild wars does it and the way that used to be the industry standard a big prominent one was microsoft uh with their online currency uh which i believe they've abandoned now 
it, you know, again, it was the fairly standard 800 credits or gems in this case for $10. Um, and it, people hate it. I like, nobody likes it. It is intentionally designed as a tool to make it easier to misjudge the amount of money that it actually costs you as well as to only sell it in increments that don't match your prices it's the it's the good old-fashioned hot dogs and hot dog buns thing right (laughs) you get six hot dog buns and eight hot dogs or whatever and so you have to overbuy in order to get what you actually want and it just feels really bad and it's always felt kind of bad when when they had them because uh, a, a lot of gem store things aren't you know aren't 400 gems which is half of the ten dollar purchase at least 400 is exactly half of, of something so you can buy two for ten dollars without having any waste um, mm-hmm. but a lot of things are in that 500 gems or a thousand gem range where it's like just enough that you need to spend $20 if you want one or two respectively, because, you know, it doesn't, it just, it's super annoying. And to have, to have that on top of something that costs $25 to start with, which means that you have to spend $30 to actually get that amount of gems, which is the cost of the expansion like so it it just blows my mind so i mean again this is back a little bit putting giving arena net some due and some credit the expansion is is cheap it's a it's a very extremely reasonably priced for the amount of content that we got like there's i have no i have no complaints about the expansion being cheap and we already talked about before how i actually didn't really have much of a problem with heart of thorns being 50 dollars. but mm. yeah i mm. And I, ha- I have a follow-up point, but I- I've been monopolizing the mic a little bit. Is there is there anything you want to add about this mount uh, before we talk about other topics? Um, I think I'm right. I mean, I haven't haven't actually seen one around. I don't think I've seen a single one in game, so I can't really comment on like, oh, it's got these cool things or whatever. I mean, it seems like a fairly well-made thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks cool. I I don't. Yeah. It's not ugly, like, which is a whole different topic that we're also going to address tonight. Um, the topic oh, of gosh. looking ugly, but the other point that it is reinforcing to me is, <clears throat> I remember we had an episode that uh, was something titled like "Arena Arena Net Giveth with One Hand and Puncheth in the Crotch with the Other." Uh, yes, this is a yet another case of that. One of the things that many people, ourselves included, in general, have praised Path of Fire for is that mounts are more than just a mode of transportation. You have reasons to use each mount. Like, they are a separate tool or ability set, right? So that's a good Mm -hmm. thing. That's cool. But when you then factor in a pricing model of $25, which is really $30, per mount skin, and we have five different mounts... And I'm not going to get into like discounting. Well, you don't really use X or Y mount because you will use them at least some. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that is at twenty five dollars a pop, one hundred and twenty five dollars to get one of these skins for each of your mounts. Like 
that's that's an absurdly huge amount of money. And again, like you don't need to buy them, which is fine. I'm not mad because it makes me want to buy it, and I think that it like it's not causing me emotional trauma that I can, that I won't buy this. But mm-hmm. just that when I think about the math behind that and what they're asking and that they've made a system where like you want to use them all. When I compare it to something similar, like a uh, outfit, like you can change your outfit whenever you want, which is great, but like you, you will be wearing your outfit as long as you want. You know, it, uh, it, it is for as many characters as you want to wear it for as long as you want to wear it. And you aren't functionally having a reason to not wear it. Whereas like with this mount, there's lots of situations where you don't want to use the jackal and asking 25 slash 30 dollars to buy a skin for something that you will be maybe not required but often incentivized to not be able to see is again it's it's mind-blowing to me uh let me let me throw the ball slightly back in your court what is what is the most well i guess you said that you might pay for something that expensive if you really really liked it but what would you say is the cap on what you would consider a reasonable cost for a mount skin of of this quality we'll say probably $25. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that out. No, <laughs> it's not true. Um, mm, okay, well. <laughs> fair enough. I guess uh, I guess maybe they hit the right mark. Perhaps. I was, I, yeah, I guess if you're saying the absolute maximum that I would pay for that, it's $25. Boy. I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, I think it's worth discussing, and this sort of ties into the other, so maybe I... Now, I'll I'll leave this point till later, but I think at some point we should discuss the difference between uh, selling something a few times that costs a lot versus selling selling a lot of things for cheaper to a lot of people. Uh, But that, that ties in really to both models that we're talking about tonight at the very least this mount skin doesn't feel exploitative it's a simple it's a simple value question is this worth that much money to you yeah so it's the it's the less controversial part of this (laughs) thing but man and i mean the timing on it too to have come out the same day Mm -hmm. uh Maybe in their minds it was like a, you know, well, you can go the cheaper route or you can go the splurgy route, but it really just did not did not come across that way. Would you like to lead in on the next part or would you like me to lead in and then you can offer some thoughts? Uh, why don't you start? Okay, so you already summarized it. You pay five dollars, 400 gems for one roll on a one in 30 you know, you roll against a table of 30 mounts. Um, I'm conflicted about how I feel about this, but really only conflicted about how outraged I should feel rather than conflicted between liking it and not liking it, which is sure. not great. On the one hand, it is good that you can that you can't get duplicates. That makes it a more appealing situation. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that I, sorry, I did not to like derail you or anything, but that almost rubs me up the wrong way. That they, like, they 
very clearly knew what they were doing. I mean, obviously they knew what they were doing, but they had a. They were like, yeah, we're going to put RNG mounts in the game, but we're going to make it so they can't get duplicates. And then people will say that Guild Wars 2 is better than other games. When like, they're just putting in RNG mounts, but you can't get duplicates. So, you know, Guild Wars 2 is innovative over other games or whatever. I don't know. It just it just struck me as they they knew what they were doing when they put this in and they did it anyway. And that grates me a little bit. Oh no, let it flow. I I have okay. a lot of thoughts on their culpability and their awareness of exactly what they were doing. Um mm-hmm. but to round out sort of the point I was starting to make and absolutely no don't don't mind the interruption because I also completely agree with that. In some ways, it makes it better for people that have a gambling personality because there is an absolute cap on the number of times they can gamble. On the other hand, it also in some ways, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, it encourages but also validates the gambler's fallacy, which is, uh, in case anybody is not aware of what the gambler's fallacy is, the gambler's fallacy is essentially the thought process that, well, I haven't won X number of times in a row, so I'm due to win soon. Now, normally that's not true. If you're rolling a die, for example, if you're rolling a 20-sided die, if you roll five ones in a row, that doesn't mean that you're any more likely of rolling a 20 on your next roll than you were on your last roll. Like, barring barring a loaded die, uh you know the odds are the same every time but the gambler's fallacy is a powerful fallacy that gamblers uh fall into and it's what keeps them hitting those slot machines one after another and another and another and another it's like you know i i've got to i've got to win i'm due to win right i'm the odds are quote increasing that i'm going to win except in this case they actually are <laughs> so yeah it so again, on the one hand, it's good because it puts an absolute cap on it. On the other, I almost feel like it's feeding into it more because now you're actually literally justified when you say your odds improve every time you roll on it because it's 1 in 30 and then it's 1 in 29 and then it's 1 in 28 and then it's 1 in 27. And like <laughs> your odds are actually getting better. So it's in many ways masterfully crafted to get you to make more roles than than a less susceptible person might normally make i guess that's i guess that's like my thought on it does that jive with you uh i mean do you mean the thought process or do you mean do i find that acceptable because uh both both questions no i you know i definitely understand where you're coming from and i don't i don't think it was intended that way i don't think i think that's like an unintended side effect i don't necessarily think that they were trying to be that predatory i hope they weren't but like here's the question is that more or less predatory than just saying you have a one in 30 and sure you can get duplicates that are wasted i don't know i don't think there's a clear answer to that right yeah i mean because i guess that's sort of the the question i'm wrestling with that's why i'm so ambivalent about it is because it's less maximum damage to an individual but i feel like it's much easier to get a broader reach of damage quote unquote to get people to buy them more than they would. Because if we take a counterexample, look at Black Lion Trading Company, which I also want to talk about the comparison between the two a fair bit. But a lot of people that I know never buy Black Lion keys. They use the few that they get dropped in the world, but they don't buy them. And 
the reason why, as far as I can tell, is that the odds are crap. And they know that the odds are crap. And so they don't care, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. just, they're not going to buy keys because the odds are crap. And so they don't. And <laughs> I feel like at least some of those people will buy some of these because the odds aren't as crappy. But, but like, at the same time, that means they're not... <laughs> They're spending money that they wouldn't have spent on the other system, but it's not... If, but they're getting something. I, I'm like, I'm so conflicted about this whole thing. Anyway, yeah. continue with the second part. Is, do you find it acceptable? Uh, I don't know. I'm also very conflicted. I should just, I should just say, I, I need to say it at some point, I have bought all the mounts. All the, uh, the 30. With gold. Um, I bought them... I bought gems or i converted gold to gems when they were very very cheap uh either just after path of fire or before path of fire came out i can't remember i've been sitting on them for a while i converted 1500 gems or 1500 gold to gems and then i converted a bit more to get the 30 mount pad um they really appealed to me because i have a lot of characters i liked that they were all a little bit different. I mean, we can talk about this as well. One of the major gripes. There's a, there's a lot of different issues tangled up here. There's so many gripes. Um, yeah. Might as well call me Gripebok. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that people complained about is that um, many of the mounts are basically, if not the same mount, but with different patterns and with die channels, as opposed to the normal mounts which only have one die channel so it's already sort of a big fashion wars upgrade to to get any mount of these because you can have four die channels on them um yeah so i guess i just want to put it out there that i do own them um i really enjoy them i have been having a ton of fun um the basically i looked at how much gold that i had put into my gems and I said, wow, that's about the cost of a legendary. And I said, you know what? I would rather have these 30 mount skins than I would rather have one legendary weapon. And so for me, that that trade-off was good. But I should say also that I'm not... Just because I bought it with gold doesn't mean I'm totally free of innocence when it comes to uh, having supported this because I was able to buy gems with my gold that somebody else purchased with their real money. So ArenaNet still did get money for the mounts. They just did it through a middleman. But kind of only sort of, because they got money for whatever that person spent the money on. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Unless that person spent yeah. those gems to get gold. If, those, if somebody bought, let's just say in this example, they bought the 9,600 or whatever gems they needed to buy these, and then you bought those 9,600 gems with gold... Like, they didn't get money twice for two sets of mounts. They got money once. I believe the way it works is the 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 gem exchange works on how many gems people convert to gold. So I believe it's pretty much guaranteed that I. Oh, that's I guess that's true. It is. It is. Gold. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's true. That's true. Although we do. Yeah. Anyway, that is true. So I'm a filthy, filthy, filthy mount skin supporter. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, I keep. I keep wanting to make this point because we are griping about mounts in some way a lot of the time. But again, I, it is worth saying that I have to give them major props for giving us actually great looking mounts 
as base mounts, unlike the atrocious glider. <laughs> right? Because I yeah. I'm sitting here without any mount skins, and I find the pricing model that they have put forth kind of for both both instances, both this week's instance and also the Halloween to be not really acceptable to me, but I'm not unhappy using the mounts as they are because they do look great. So again, giveth with one hand and puncheth in the groin with the other. Uh, yeah, I mean, so there's only so mad I can get about that. I, I do think that the glider thing was kind of not great that they <laughs> looked so the base glider looks so bad and you, you know, there are so few gliders you can get in game that it's basically money or nothing. But anyway, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think I'm trying to think about the where I want to branch off on this because you're right there's so many there's so many separate problems I'm feeling. Is is there one you wanted to segue into or or do you want me to come up with one? Um I guess to go back to the kind of where we went, one thing that I haven't seen discussed very much. And there's no way to know this, but it's just something that uh I had been talking about with a friend and we don't really know. Um, is whether or not there's even probabilities of getting all of the mounts. And there, there's no way of knowing this. But I suspect, just personally, there, like, there's no way from my sample size that we would know that um, the particle effects mounts are weighted less than the normal mounts. Um, yeah, don't know. That's, You're saying that's you think that they are or... Yeah, I think, I, think that the, I think that the particle effects mounts are rarer than the normal mounts. Or like yeah. the the less good mounts, right? Right, wouldn't surprise me. The Not either. yeah, a point that okay, let's let's start on this point. That brings me to something that I really really rubbed me the wrong way about this was Twitter was really irritating the day that this happened mm -hmm. because a lot of people were really frustrated with the system. And the official Guild Wars 2 account was basically retweeting anybody that was claiming to have gotten one of the particle effect skins on a low roll, right? Like they got it on yes. their first or second or third attempt. And again, on the one hand, those people are excited and there's only so much you can condemn a company for, you know, publicizing that people are excited about something. But it felt really, it really felt like heavy marketing push and it, to push you to gambling by, you know, it's like, it's like the testimonials that you see on prize shows or whatever of people that say, I won, you know, blah, blah, on my second try. It's amazing. And mm -hmm. the the whole point is to get you to gamble. And of course, you don't know how many thousands of people had to go 15 15 tickets deep to get something that they wanted right and it it just really rubbed me wrong it wouldn't have bothered me if they had done it once or twice but it was literally a, like several times an hour like really it felt like every couple of minutes for a couple hours there yeah. and you know it got to the point that it was really frustrating it, it yeah it just really it amplified my negative feelings about the whole thing yeah I don't know. So the other thing I want to talk about too is that a lot of people I'm seeing on on the forums and on Reddit and whatever are saying things like 
uh, you know, like the price is fine, but the randomness isn't. And there's sort of a few sub points on that, but I think it's worth discussing that, yeah, 400 gems for any of those skins, it, like those skins are not of equal value, clearly. Yeah. There are, you know, what, four to one, basically, or th- depending on where you draw your lines, but in my opinion, three or four to one of sort of the, quote, low effort, you know, just adding die channels or slightly changing the pattern on the skin of those models to, in you know, related to the, quote, really cool ones for each mount. And the reason that that is, is because it is a gambling system. And those were, this is, this goes back to that, that comment, like they knew what they were doing. Those were designed specifically to load the pool with quote junk. So because they want you to gamble for the good stuff. And, you know, if, if the gambling pool were only the particle effect ones and that's it, you know, so all, what, 12 of them, like two per, or, you know, Mm -hmm. 10 of them, something like that, uh, I think people would have a lot less of a problem with it, because there wouldn't, and they were only 400 gems, uh, because all of those skins feel like they're a bargain for 400 gems, right? At least I think they do. But, so, it's like people would feel like, even if they didn't necessarily get the one that they wanted, anything that they got would be really cool, and it would be cheaper than it would have been to have bought it outright. But those skins are clearly not of the same tier. So if there were a way to purchase them directly, it would probably be something like 400 for the recolors, or actually, realistically, probably 500 for the recolors. And probably 1,000 or 1,200, maybe even 1,600 for some of those particle effect ones, uh, gems, which is... I, I don't know that people would be saying that that's now okay, you know? it's I feel like it's a a disingenuous argument for people to say the price is fine but not the randomness because they wouldn't be that price if they weren't random. The, the system was designed to make you want to gamble because you felt like you would get a deal if you got a lucky roll. So, of course, it wouldn't be that price if it weren't random. Like, which... Yeah, I just the whole thing just feels kind of bad. Um, I don't know. I I'm trying to. Okay, let me ask you. Let me ask you a different question. What what price would you be willing to pay in real dollars for this system? Per like, what what would your gambling cost be for that to be acceptable for you? Or is there one? Uh, if I was paying real money for this, I would not have bought any of them at any price. I mean, it'd be like real cheap. Maybe if I could get the whole pack for like fifteen dollars, maybe. Yeah. What if it was a dollar a spin? That'd be a maximum buy-in and, of thirty dollars. And it works the same way. Yeah, I'd probably buy that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I feel like at a dollar a spin, I might I might do it, and I would still feel kind of skeeved by the gambling idea, but it's a low enough value that. It's not that big of a deal again, but then I, but, but you know that they wouldn't do that because a lot of people would get it in 10 spins. They'd get what they wanted. They'd have spent $10 and gotten 10 skins, right? So 
I mean, I mean, you want to talk about this too, right? Like the fact that they they also wouldn't do that because enough people would pay the current price for the skins. Like, why would they? Why would they do it for? one dollar and get a whole bunch of people to buy in when they can do it for five dollars and enough people buy in that it's profitable right like you wanted to talk about this at some point so we may as well do it now right sure no that's great that's a great segue because that is a real question and i I was debating this a lot or not debating but just talking to uh and listening to aj talk about it because she works in marketing and it's not necessarily there's not necessarily an answer to it and there's definitely not an answer to it without being able to see the financials but yeah um with digital goods like this there is a very real conversation to be had about whether you want a small percentage of whales to spend a buttload or a large percentage of more casual players to spend a little bit and in um, a company-wide optimal situation you would get both right and yeah uh just real quick in case it isn't clear to anyone the term whales is for people who spend like hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of dollars on a game um i've seen like a lot of i've seen uh a lot of people say that they've never heard the term whales before as this discussion has come up so oh perfect no that's that's good to clarify something yeah i mean and and i assume that the reason for the term uh basically came from uh an allusion to say moby dick right like you you're the companies being perpetually out for their white whale so to speak or just their their huge their huge land they only get one but it's a huge amount um and we won't really we'll never know uh what what that value is but yeah i mean in the case of the 25 dollar mount you know say a thousand people buy that but what if ten thousand people would have bought it at ten dollars right or even fifteen dollars you would have earned a lot more money that way but if not that many people will be enticed by that lower price tag then you're just leaving money on the table and you know that's a that's a question that all businesses take very seriously and it's kind of an ugly making the sausage type of thing but it absolutely is a discussion that's that is always perpetually had and it is something that they think about like there is no there is no oops like who could have guessed in this type of situation like yeah they it is very clearly crafted and like with these intents in mind to test the waters and i think that's a big part of why we're seeing such backlash right now is that it's very obvious and this is a huge step up in monetization strategy um and how I don't know, bold, egregious, uh, like costly in general it is. And I think that people don't want this to be the norm, but ultimately, you know, it, we'll, we'll have to see how the numbers pan out, right? Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. Also, it's coming at a terrible time in the industry right now because, oh, yes, right? Because loot boxes are just coming under fire for so many companies right now. Yeah, um, this has gotten enough traction that a lot of the mainstream media has covered it, and even um, Jim Sterling made a really big video on it. Uh, so it's not—it's not just in our corner of the community. It, it came at—it came at a time where you know the discussion about loot boxes is happening in the wider community, and so it's been picked up on 
uh, by people who admittedly Jim Sterling is like always very um, prominent about calling out anti-consumer friendly practices. Microtransactions and loot boxes, chief among them. Yes. Uh, so, you know, may or may not have picked up on it anyway, but it's definitely, yeah, I, I guess the words I used to describe it when, you know, when it first happened was callous and tactless. And tone deaf. Like, just, tone deaf, yes. So, so out of touch with what was going on. I can't believe that. I, I honestly, I'm very, very shocked that this happened. I never really expected it, um from guild wars 2 and now you know looking back i was like you know they've been pushing the envelope for a long time with the the rng and the black lion chests and the um oh the privateer weapons is another example that's been thrown around where they they made one set of black lion skins account bound and they're like oh yeah it's just a special special weapon set it's a one-time only thing guys don't worry but you know everyone kind of smelled what was actually going on there which they were trying to push the envelope and um i do have to say that whenever historically there has been a kerfuffle with the gem store and people have vehemently spoken against it um it typically has been resolved in a favorable way uh examples being the privateer weapons where they they did only do it once they haven't done it again since um the way back in the day they released an armor skin that was a reskin of human cultural armor, and people got real mad about that. That was reverted and changed and removed. Um, I don't know, there's a few other things I can think about. So if you do feel strongly about this and you can participate in a respectful manner, there are threads on Tumblr and the official forums. Make sure you go to the new official forums because the old ones are still up and they just look very in fact inactive. It's actually kind of a pain because I keep going to the forums to look for things and ending up on the old forums. But they are are collecting official feedback, so I highly recommend if you do want to give your feedback directly to ArenaNet to go do that if you can do that nicely. Because if you are being toxic, I guess, to the developers or to people who bought the mounts, regardless of your feelings about it, you are diminishing your own point and you are just being generally a crappy person. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's never it's never right to level abuse at individual employees, especially, not that I condone it in general, but especially sort of random bystander employees that had nothing to do with the decision, have nothing to do with the gem store with marketing with any of it mm -hmm. they're just the first person you see with that it, i mean just think about it just think about it in literally anything else in your whole life like would you go to a teller at walmart and start screaming in their face and demanding that they be fired and calling them every expletive you can imagine because you're mad that walmart corporate did something like nobody does that and just because you're on the internet does not make it any more right or any more productive. It just means that you can be a gutless coward because nobody can get in your face about it like they can in real life. So, you know, don't do that. Not much else to say about that. Um, I mean, it's bad. This, this, They went live with a stream uh, soon after this happened, and I can only imagine the amount of comments that had to be deleted. Uh, Twitch chat in general is 
tends to be horrible and they're doubly horrible when people are mad about something so mm-hmm. yeah i did i did actually see um on the day that these came out there was a dove in lion's arch on one of the new mount skins and people were just crowded around her giving her how i i have no idea who she is if she's involved with them in any way or whatever but it's not not okay yeah not all right uh while we're talking about uh communication and pr uh, this just reminds me of that statement that Mike O'Brien made a little while back that made me real mad uh, when he basically made it sound like it was our responsibility as players to get word out and market the game for them. Mm. Uh, he's, uh, I feel like he's getting what he, uh, he's he's getting... He's getting the seeds that were sown by that to some extent with the media coverage that's happening, which is to say, if you're not in control of your narrative, it's going to be whatever people are talking about and you don't get to control that. And if you basically just abdicate it to your fans, then when the script hits that fan, so to speak, you are not necessarily going to have positive coverage and everybody knows that outrage sells. So... As you said, I think a lot of people haven't paid that close of attention to Guild Wars in a while, and when you get a Jim Sterling video telling you that Guild Wars has uh, crappy business practices, uh, that's that's going to stick in a lot of people's minds. And Yeah, I've been really disappointed. Um, just with the coverage of Guild Wars 2 in general. There was a, I don't know if, if you heard about this, but uh, when Path of Fire launched, somebody... There was an outlet, I can't even remember who it was, but they reviewed, quote unquote, reviewed Path of Fire. And it was the guy, like the reviewer, or whatever, went into Bloodstone Fen and reviewed Bloodstone Fen and called that his review for Path of Fire. That was a huge, just, ugh. I hate, I hate seeing the, the stuff that goes out about Guild Wars 2 because it's just not, I mean, the, like, not to comment on games journalism in general, but. So it's uh, awful to watch people misrepresent a game. And I think, to tie it back in, uh, we are talking about a small aspect of all of Guild Wars 2 that I think is is pretty subject to change. But this is what people are hearing about Guild Wars 2 from, from the people who do spread this information, is that Guild Wars 2 does have bad business practices even though this is somewhat of an outlier, right? Like, I, I said I was shocked. I've been playing this game for five years. I didn't expect this. It's definitely so. the biggest outlier. But yeah. as you said, uh, they have a history of fixing their mistakes, but that also means yeah, by necessity that, they keep, making that them. they keep making them. Yeah. God, every time we're like, can you just not do this anymore? Like, we, I'm glad that things get fixed when we, we have an issue, but good grief. Right, and this is more Why egregious than any happening? of the, the, the past ones, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I agree with what Hunter said on Twitter today. I don't know if you saw it, or maybe it was yesterday. You know, he said it, it's reminding him a lot of the sort of net neutrality battle and debate in, in that it seems like they keep trying to slip things in and you keep having to be like, hey, uh, could you not? And it, it just gets tiring. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, I'm trying to remember... Oh, okay. So this is something that I'm going to complain about that isn't related to the microtransactions, but is related to mounts and why I hate them. Uh, boy, boy, do some of these mounts add a lot of visual clutter. And uh, one of the biggest things I was worried about when mounts were announced was that 
they'd be all up in your face when you're trying to do stuff in town. And boy, does Lion's Arch look like a glitter show sometimes right now. Um, whoa. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of real shiny pets in your face. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's somewhat. I'm a little bit more indifferent. I, I don't know how to feel about this one again because I love that you can dye the mounts. Right? I've been sitting here this whole time playing with the dyes on my mounts. I have spent literal hours since I bought them this week playing with the dyes on my mounts, and I dye them pretty responsibly. I haven't done anything really super bright like the people who dye them bright pink, but I would rather have the ability to dye my mounts and have other people have the ability to dye theirs bright pink than not have the ability to dye mounts at all. Yep. Um... I would rather mounts couldn't be summoned in any cities, but yeah, that's just me. That. that well, that would fix it. I don't care what your mount looks like if it's out in the world running around because you know I don't care if you make a freaking Super Saiyan Char that's got a beehive running around his beehive hairhead. <laughs> like, cause cause the Char isn't really in my way most of the time, and if you're out in the open world, I couldn't care less. But man, when you get enough of those things in one space, you are sure seeing the universe, both literally and figuratively. Oh my god, I am so over the skybox trope, Arena Net. Seriously, yeah, seriously. Like it, it, it was cool. It, it is still cool, but like, no more, please. I'm done. It's I'm... cool in moderation. Yeah, on a griffin. Cool. It's uh, it, you can literally have a person who is entirely, uh, you know the galaxy with galaxy weapons on a galaxy mount and that's just like oh man we have gone too far yeah yeah that's... i always think of that meme where it's like they're like upgrade it, they're hitting an enter button and the enter button says upgrade and then they, <laughs> the next one says ah go back yeah. and it gets worse i want to i want to hit the ah go back button yeah i feel like there's other things that i meant to bring up later but i'm kind of just worn out do you, uh, was, yeah. was there any other topic you wanted to talk about with regard to this? Uh, I guess just to summarize a little bit, there's not there's not any clear answers. Um, very people are outraged, but there's a lot of different reasons for the outrage, and part of the reason that um, so many people are outraged is because like everyone found their own thing to gripe about, whether it's the price, whether it's uh, you know, predatory business practices on the part of ArenaNet, if it's the quality of the skins, or another another one that we didn't really touch on is because there are no mount skins that you can acquire in-game besides the default ones. So for them to have put out 31, I think it's 31 with the, the Reforged mount skin, 31 mount skins at once that they clearly had before Path of Fire, and none of those are acquirable in game is another reason that people are mad so that the the grand the grand total of people that are mad isn't necessarily everyone is upset about the same thing it's that they found different things to be upset about and that's why the outrage is so strong yeah well i think the the cost is the primary factor it's just in different manifestations of that cost right mm. it's like if the gambling were cheap enough, I think that, yeah, you'd still have the general consumer outrage people mad about it, but they'd have a hard time standing on any leg when it would be $1 for a mount skin, right? Like, it's 
that'd be pretty hard to get mad about. That's that's real cheap. That's that's very low. Um, so like even then they'd be maybe generally outraged, but they couldn't be that outraged. But when it's five dollars a pop, like it starts it starts adding up. And the same thing is sort of true with the the die channel. I mean, I'm just gonna call them die channel skins because that's basically what they are. It's like, well, again, if it was a dollar, would you get that mad? No, probably not. Like, you'd probably just be like, yeah, whatever, fine. Give me, get, I'll spend five dollars on a five pack that makes all of my mounts have full die channels and nothing else, right? Mm-hmm. So really, it's not exactly that. That's what's bothering them, but the fact that the price that it is at is makes it enough that you're just like, oh, really? Come on. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, it's different reasons that the price is unacceptable for a lot of these things, I think. But in the end, it kind of just comes down to it because you could have made it, you could make it cheap enough. Not that ArenaNet should or would, but there is a price point, I believe, at which most of these complaints would evaporate. It just wouldn't be very lucrative for ArenaNet. So, yeah. you know, it's that's unrealistic. But I think ultimately... That sort of is the point for a lot. I mean, how cool would it have been if there were just like collection based things that were based around each mount that the reward was you got a die channel mount skin. Like that's all it is, is just that it has more die channels, but it was like an in-game quest. And then they could sell you actually interesting looking skins, but yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, and I mean, and this whole thing ties back into a lot of people are also frustrated. I mean, it's it's been a ongoing debate or pain point for a lot of people, the percentage of skins that are in the gem store versus in-game in a game whose end game is effectively Fashion Wars. I said game a lot of times in that sentence. <laughs> yeah. But the end game of guild wars is effectively fashion wars and when most of that fashion comes from the gem store there's always going to be some element that it starts to feel old and i think every single person knew and expected that we would have mount skins and that's not that surprising and i think that gliders probably prepared us all to know that we weren't going to have very many if any, in-game alternate skins. But even so, it still kind of rubs you sort of wrong. And mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing sort of with like legendary armor, aside from the functional benefit of legendary armor, there's a lot of outfits that look as good as legendary armor. And at least in my opinion, not they don't have the transforming thing, but like a transforming combat effect is not enough to make me want to care about getting legendary armor. And, you know, a lot of these mounts are effectively legendary mounts, right? Uh, yep. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, man. And I said that this was probably only going to take a half an hour, and we're closing in on an hour. Holy crap, oh no. I, so there's one more thing I want to talk about real quick, which is um, at the time that we recorded this, they are gathering feedback. Nothing has been... They're upfront about the fact that people are not happy, I guess. Not we we haven't got an official response from Arena other than we know people are unhappy. Here are the channels um where we are collecting feedback on this. Um 
Do you have any predictions or thoughts on how they, how you would like to see them correct it, or how we how we go forward from here? Why don't you go first? Because I feel like I just talked for twenty minutes straight. Sure. Um. Again, I don't know. I don't think I have all the answers. I think they could. I think there's a few different directions they could go. They could make some of the mounts free. That like the the less legendary ones, right? Um, like quote unquote free, or you know, added as in game rewards, in addition to, or just remove them from the mount adoption papers. Um, they could do that. They could remove the RNG. They could make it choosable. Um, I think if they want something really big, I don't actually expect this to happen at all, right? But I was thinking about when. So if you have this uh message going out or you know like the the mainstream media has picked up on the what's going on and you want to get a counter message out that's like to get people's attention back that you no i'm not you know i'm not a bad anti-consumer person (laughs) like the immediate thing that popped in my head is like well they could just make all of them (laughs) like add all of them in game right away and just you know get rid of it and like the headlines would be like, oh, Guild Wars makes all 30 mounts free at once or something and, you know, get sort of do that. I, I don't expect that at all. Don't don't listen to me. I just thought that would be crazy. Um, I fully expect no matter what happens, whether they try and correct or they just try and live with it or they remove the RNG, no matter what happens, I fully expect the mount adoption system to be expanded. Um, I think they made that with the intention that probably there will be a few more mounts added to it every once in a while. Don't know if we'll get a huge dump of mounts again, but I sort of suspect that will be a thing. Yeah, which also, while we're talking about it, I assume you're right, and that feeds in again to the, they knew exactly what they were doing, because if you think that it's bad enough now to get the skin that you want when there's 30 mounts... What happens if they add 30 more to the mm-hmm. same ticket system and you didn't buy all 30 of them, right? It's like the pool keeps expanding complete with, uh, at the moment, some quote junk skins to make the odds not quite so good. And they add more and more and more and more. Like if you really want that one skin, that's that's not great because then your odds start getting worse again every time they release more if it's the same if it's the same system, unless they yeah. did like the Black Lion trading company chests do where the um, skins you redeem for tickets, and that's, another, that's something I want to talk about, skins you redeem for tickets rotate. Uh, so in this case, it would be the mount skins in general rotate, um, you know, maybe. Then it, would, then it would have a different kind of gambling trigger of being time limited, which is its whole own different yeah. thing. Um, one thing... I don't expect this to be a thing either, but, you know, we did criticize. I can't remember if I brought it up, but Halloween was the one year anniversary of the, uh, like, time limited exclusive Black Lion chess thing. Because the, the very first time they did it was with the Spectral Grasping Glider? Grasping Phantom? Spectral Grasp of the Necro skill. <laughs> um, the Grasping Phantom Glider was the first item where we said, hey this is not great. You've got a time-limited item that's account-bound. Nobody can get a hold of it. Um, yeah, so Halloween was the year anniversary of that. And I don't think it's commonly known because it's not 
widely available. You can buy at, at some point. I have no even idea when they did this. At some point, they added a box that has all the previous um, exclusive skins that you can buy with gold. That box is, I think, sitting at five hundred and fifty gold right now. So you'd be paying that much for that stuff. But at least there is an avenue to get it. And so another way, another way they could go is have these skins available to get in the gem store at first and then as they retire old ones make them acquirable in game or other methods so that you know the pool doesn't grow too big um people who want the new flash stuff can have it right away for money and if you want to wait you can have it for gold that's another direction they could go yeah 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 i did i did uh, while we're talking about buying it for gold i did want to point out that's another way in which while the Black Lion chests are much worse odds on an individual basis. What they do get right is that by making them a choose which one you want when you get the key, right? You get a key, or not a key, I mean you get a, a claim ticket, right? And you get claim mm -hmm. scraps so you can build a claim ticket. You get to pick which skin you want when you do get lucky, and then those skins are not generally speaking, account bound, which means that you can buy them on the trading post for usually a hundred gold, right? You can buy the gambling skins for a hundred, maybe 200 gold on a really expensive one uh, mm -hmm. while they're current. And there's no such thing with that with the mounts. It's just gambling, it's account bound, and you know, you, you don't get a pick. And again, that feeds back into what we already talked about is because they're very obviously in different price and quality tiers all in the same pool because if you could pick nobody would pick those ones that are just basically die channel mounts Be you know if if it was the same if you got to pick out of all of them for the same ticket quote unquote price nobody would pick them and that's obviously why the system was designed that way but that's why people are that's another reason yet another reason people are more mad about this than the black lion ticket system and because the gold exchange is way better to just buy a black lion skin that you like uh than it is to buy one roll on this table mm -hmm. <sighs> anyway um as to what i think will happen <sighs> boy i think the most we can hope for is that the 25 dollar skin will become a 20 dollar skin I don't think they're going to go lower than that. Uh, I think that with regard to the stables, maybe they might sell some of them or all of them individually, although I doubt it. But maybe they would sell them individually at double double for the starter. You know, a 800 gems for the quote uh, um, die channel versions and maybe going up to $1,600, which is 20 gems for the particle effect ones. <laughs> 1,600 gems, which is $20, not $1,600. You're right. Yeah, I'm getting tired. Uh, 1,600 gems, which is $20 uh, for a single shiny one, which would have been four rolls on the current system. I think that they might, and yeah, and that would be $20 as opposed to, you know, uh, the $25 for the super expensive ones. I don't know. I, I I do agree with you, though, that I think that they intend or intended anyway to expand this system. 
uh, continually. And uh, I don't know. Or maybe they'll just go full speed ahead. I don't think they'll go full speed ahead, but I don't know what they... I don't know how they would change it without really fundamentally changing it. And, I mean, they they may give up on the gambling, right? They may just do them, buy them individual, and, or buy them bundled, and, you know, just make them more expensive because they're removing the RNG element. I don't know. It's... Do you uh, have an ideal, like, like what, what is your ideal, as opposed to all the possibilities? As opposed to all the possibilities. Well, my ideal would be, personally, I just hate, I hate gambling in games in general, so it's, my ideal would be that there wouldn't be a gambling method at all, or if there was one, that you could buy them individually, and it would just be more expensive to have bought them all individually, even by a, a fairly large margin, because I am... I, I think $20 is basically my spending limit on anything, and I will not spend $20 to maybe get something that I want. So if they made those particle effect skins in the 1200 to 1600 gem range, and, and they were just individually purchasable, whether or not they kept the gambling element, that would be close enough for me that I would probably buy a couple. But I, because I, again, I am not, I am not the type of person that is just gonna, for me, they're getting nothing, right? I haven't bought a single mm -hmm. mountain skin. I didn't buy the Halloween ones. I haven't bought any of these. So for me, they're getting zero and anything that they get from me, you know, would be a plus for them. So yeah. Um, and if they really insisted on the gambling system, I would much prefer it if the price went up a bit. Well, Yeah. Like, if the price went up a bit and only had the, quote, good ones in it, so you were looking at a pool of, like, maybe ten, uh, two for each mount type, that are just really cool looking, and, you know, maybe they're $10 a piece, but, so that would sort of add up to, if you got all of them, it would be about the same price, but you would always get something good every gamble roll, as opposed to maybe getting junk a bunch of times. That would improve it for me. I'm still pretty sure that I wouldn't do it, um, just because I hate gambling that much. But that that would be my ideal. And and again, with the twenty five dollars, you can get out of here with that. Twenty dollars is my absolute maximum, and I'm even that is a a steep ass price for something that I don't get to have out all the time, like I do with a weapon or an outfit. So, you know, I don't know. That sound about right? Yeah. 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 Boy. Well, are we ready to call it here? We're almost a we're like full full episode length. I yeah, didn't... I have to get out of here. I have to get to the store and get a new SSD so I don't have to have a thousand years loading screen guild wars anymore. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. SSDs that is. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we will be back soonish at some point and we will hopefully be on a more positive topic, but uh, I guess it shows that we actually literally had a full show to talk about this. But my point was, I thought it was worth discussing enough for this to be our entire focal point of the episode. And here we are, a full episode later. So uh, I hope you found our venting and criticism entertaining or useful or thought-provoking. Um, otherwise, like I said, <laughs> we'll be back soon on a, on a happier note. This has been another episode of Relics of Ore. If you want to get in touch with us, you can check out our website and forums at relicsofor.com, 
Email us at relicsofor at gmail.com or find us on your favorite social media site just by searching Relics of ORR. If you'd like to join us in-game, you can send a whisper or in-game mail to Spiritface or drop us a note on Twitter or our website and say hi. Lastly, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes, feel free to leave us a comment and the rating you feel we deserve.